There's a new virus in the database. We have a zero bug attacking all login and all the way files. Run antivirus. Give me a systems display. Today's episode will be different and possibly the only podcast you will find that will be discussing cyber warfare with this level of information concentrated and consolidated in this short time frame. So let's get started. The days of conventional kinetic warfare alone in a contained geographical boundary is something of the past. The blend of traditional kinetic and cyber warfare is the new module of Raging Wars. The growing threats in cyberspace are becoming more real and sophisticated. The number of nation-states with cyber capabilities continues to grow as new cyber armies are being stood up every year across the globe. We'll discuss three schools today, American, Chinese and Russian doctrine of cyberspace and cyber warfare. The US is the pioneer and the original architect of these designs that everyone else copied and used as their cornerstone for their programs. After Desert Storm during the first Gulf War, the US put its cyber and electronic warfare to the test. While it was very successful, they wanted a more digital form, where they can use information and information systems as a weapon against their adversaries by attempting to eliminate or minimize the usage of kinetic weapons. The doctrine embeds in it a series of activities triggered by the need to alter information flow going to their enemies while protecting their own. These activities included physical radio-electronic attacks targeting sensors and radars, with focus on compromising cryptographic communications and attack against computer systems followed by a full-scale psychological operation. Defining information warfare as an action to support national security strategy in order to reach and maintain a decisive advantage by attacking the information infrastructure of the United States' enemies and protecting their own. In 1998, the U.S. Air Force published its Doctrine on Information Operations called Air Force Doctrine Document, AFDD-25, Information Operations, followed by the official doctrine released by the Joint Chief of Staff, JCS, published in the same year. According to this doctrine, it includes psychological operations, electronic warfare, deception ops, destroying and or manipulating enemies' information systems. There was a major update in 2005, followed by many minor updates during the years, but the fundamentals stayed the same, such as influential operations, military deceptions, intelligence operations, counter-propaganda operations, and so on. Moving on, to the Chinese doctrine, not to the Eastern doctrine per se, and I'll tell you why shortly. If you want to thank one person, it will be General Wang Wufeng, 
because he could be easily considered the grandfather of the Chinese information warfare doctrine. He was greatly influenced by the American First Gulf War, where the U.S. complete utilization of satellite reconnaissance systems locating strategic Iraqi sites and attacking them with high precision was a turning point for him. General Puffing distinguishes two forms of information warfare, offensive and defensive. So he kept it very simplistic in that form. The offensive is information reconnaissance to gain information on targets, electronic interference, information suppression, computer viruses to halt enemies' computer systems. Defensive is counter-reconnaissance, resistance to interference, and resistance against enemies' malicious malware. In 2004, the Information Department published a document structuring the national defense policy regarding the revolution in military affairs that it must deploy military information systems, introducing digital and electronic equipment in all operations and digitizing the weapon systems. In May 2015, the PLA Daily published a dedicated issue regarding cyberspace as a sovereignty, mentioning the need for a new reform. Followed in the same month by a defense white paper, where a section was dedicated to cyberspace describing it as a new pillar of the economy, of social development, and new area of national security. China loved the U.S. Air Force cyberspace doctrine to a level that they applied these exact principles of information warfare, such as electronic warfare, tactical deception, and most of all, the propaganda and psychological warfare. We can take TikTok as the crown jewel in this body of work. The ghost of the first Gulf War could be easily seen reflecting still on the new Chinese cyberspace doctrine. For the Chinese government, the information age is described as the third most important in the history of humanity just after farming and industrial revolution. The Eastern Doctrine or the Russian Information Warfare Doctrine is constructed on a conceptual level, unlike the Western approach. Defending of the sovereignty of the national internet is a major issue in national security, and Russia has recently conducted many drills to ensure these principles are applied. The Russian military doctrine revision of 2000, 2010, and 2014 did not mention any cyber warfare. It is classified as information instruments similar to political, diplomatic, military, and economy tools to protect national interests. The big change took place in the new doctrine published in 2015. This was determined by the changes in the international landscape, taking accounts of new realities associated with technology, development, and new political strategies. According to General Gerasimov, a war can be won or avoided by non-violent means, in which information warfare plays a part. The role of non-military means to achieve political and strategic aims. The media and unfortunately many prominent cybersecurity vendors 
loosely use the terms FSB and uh, SVR when they want to attribute a certain Russian attack. FSB or the Federal Security Service is responsible for the internal intelligence gathering and SVR, Foreign Intelligence Services, uh, you guessed it, it is Foreign Intelligence Gathering. So FSB is FBI if you want to take it to understand and uh, SVR is the CIA. Just for clarity and better understanding and some history. FAPSI, the Federal Agency for Government Communication and Information, which is was equivalent to NSA, was created by the amalgamation of the 8th Main Directorate and 16th Directorate of Electronic Intelligence of previously known KGB. They play the role of defending against information weapons, creating information weapons such as malware as a weapon, nation-level DDoS attacks, or any large sophisticated cyber attacks. FAPSI is the department with all the labs and talents and technical skills, and they weren't incorporated in FSB, but as a subunit of FSO, the Federal Protective Services. The FAPSI military school in Veronese, sometimes referred as the world's largest hacker schools. And in fact, it is the home of the world's best cryptographers. The Russian-Georgian conflict was the turning point for the Russian government, where they initiated the renewal of all their theoretical, strategical and military capacity in terms of information warfare, and established the 10 years plan to evolve to a new agile super cyber power, in which we are clearly observing in this current threat landscape. Just like to end uh, on a note of providing solutions or a vision to cyberspace and uh, regulated cyber warfares. Unfortunately, human uh, nature and human history is full of conflicts and we have to be realistic uh, in that domain as well is by creating a clear, transparent international laws regarding this domain, where the any armed conflict should be applied in, in the cyberspace domain, where jus ad billum and upright reason is required when two or more states uses forces or violence against uh, each other, and that is governed by the UN. A jus in bello where the human suffering should be minimized. The talent manual represents an attempt to apply international law to operations in cyberspace. The focus of talent manual is on cyber operations that clearly qualify as armed attacks and the justification of self-defense. That would be a good starting point for a peaceful cyber and digital space. Thank you all for listening. That is all. And have a wonderful day. The Rising Cyber by Chad Sally B.